Hello, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industry for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Deputy Editor of Cargo Facts. This past week has been a little bit unusual for the cargo industry. We haven't seen the sheer volume and notoriety of transactions that we've grown accustomed to in the last few years. However, there were some important milestones, weren't there, Jeff? Yes, there were. Firstly, we saw global crossing airlines in the US cutting, participating in the door cutting uh, ceremony for their first A321P2F that they're going to be leasing from ST Engineering. That took place at the ST Engineering facility in San Antonio. And it's actually the second frame that that facility uh, is working on at the moment. Um, And what's interesting about Global Crossing is that they'll be starting to operate A321 freighters later this year. And this particular aircraft will be their second A321 freighter because they've got another one that is a precision conversion. Um, That's taking place in Lake City. Now, Global Crossing has ambitious plans for its freighter fleet, and they told us, they confirmed that they uh, are looking to have as many as 25 A321 freighters by the end of 2025. And if you think about it, that's significant growth um, for, you know, just a new carrier, and it's a rather short time frame. Um, And their aim is basically to um, the, in their words, the the sort of ACMI um, specialist with Airbus freighters. Um, now, I think longer term, they even plan to maybe look at A330 freighters as well. But in any case, they have this timeline and plan for 25 A321 freighters um, in the next two, three years. Um, and moving across the Atlantic to Europe, um, specifically England, we saw the first, what will be the first 737-800-BCF conversion at Boeing's London Gatwick facility. This aircraft is an ICE lease aircraft um, and it will be uh, entering that conversion line shortly. But Actually, another conversion line will be starting, another Boeing conversion line, because Cupesa in Costa Rica uh, is becoming another Boeing 737-800-BCF conversion line. And actually, these two are going to be the first ones outside China. And I hear that the Cupesa facility is going to start imminently. And so we're looking at, again, the aircraft that um, is going to be that first induction down there. So we may have uh, something to say about this next week. I'll certainly be very excited to hear about um, those stories as they develop. I think one thing that we saw a major development this week 
um, was actually out of France with a new generation of freighter aircraft. Uh, Air France and KLM finally firmed up their order for four A350F freighters. Now, they had written an LOI with the uh, French manufacturer back in December. Um, so we've been on pins and needles to see when that commitment would be firmed up. So that's an, another uh, solid win and victory uh, in the next generation freighter battle between the A350 and 777-8F, which we kind of spoke about because there's plenty of opportunity um, that we covered just yesterday among current 747-400 operators that haven't yet made firm commitments toward either of the next generation freighter type. So there's 28 carriers who operate the, the 747-400 freighter, uh, rather whether that was a factory direct model or a conversion, and only six have signaled commitments to next generation freighter types for their replacements. So that market will only continue to see drama and see more developments as far as who will be replacing these 747-400s that are currently playing a vital role in main deck capacity service. Mm -hmm. And I think on Air France, I think the some might say it's not too surprising that they went for the Airbus product. Although it, what is a bit surprising is that they, at least when they told us last time, um, when they signed that initial LOI, they actually are not replacing the 747 uh, with these A350s. They are replacing the two 777s that they currently operate. And so these will be in operation with Air France. Um, and this is exciting because um, they will be growing their freighter presence again. Um, they used to have a larger footprint, but at least Air France uh, is now down to two 777s. But with these, and you know, there's potential for four more. So that's quite impressive growth on the freighter front. And I mean, when you were saying that we looked at 747-400 operators, um, this week, and actually, we have been trying to talk to some of those operators, and we again, we might have um, something on that uh, next week. But what we're also looking at for next week is potentially a pair of ATR-72 freighters uh, that will be making their way from Europe, Spain specifically, down to South America, and. Staying within Europe, there's also um, a number of ATRs that we're looking at um, that will be joining some operators in um, in the region. Um, and another possible development we're looking at is, um, again, of course, we can't go a week without mentioning 737NGs, but we're looking at some of DHL's incoming 737-800 conversions. And that in itself is interesting because they have one in the new uh, IAI's new conversion line in Naples, and that might be nearing completion. Um, and we're looking at where these will end up. And I think um, we are looking at some interesting uh, new carriers, partner carriers. Certainly. I, it'll be a lot of, of exciting stuff to look forward to next week. I, I know, Jeff, I was speaking 
for for myself, it's always a question at, on Monday to see, is this going to be a 737 week again, or maybe a, a, a 330 week? Those have been very popular freighter types that have themed our weeks in the past, and only time will tell what next week has in store. Uh, we've also been monitoring um, development situations as far as the coronavirus pandemic and subsequent lockdowns in China um, and how they are affecting conversion facilities there. We reached out to um, our friends at Precision and who have didn't say that there was any disruption currently, but these are stories that we will continue to to follow and monitor for everyone's uh, appraisal to keep on top of the market as things develop. That's all we have time for today. So for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of CargoFax Connect. And for more multimedia content like this, check out CargoFax.com and search CargoFax Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time. 